I don't know about you, but I wasn't ready to quit singing yet. Thank you, Philip, for sharing your, your gifts with us tonight as far as leading worship, leading us in song, and, and uh, taking us to God's Word through the scriptures that were shared. How will you remember 2013? If you had to describe 2013 in one word, what would it be? If we were meeting, say, in a coffee shop or at Panera Bread or maybe just sitting around your dining room table and these questions came up, how would you respond? I am assuming in an audience this large that we would have answers that would cover the full spectrum of human experience and emotion. On one hand, we would have people who would say, this year has been tough. It's been hard. It's been challenging. It's been difficult. It's been a sad year. On the other hand, we'd have many who would share how wonderful this year has been and how amazing it's been and all the good things that have, been, have gone on in their life and, and, how, and how they have experienced so many good and positive things. <clears throat> And then there'd be a lot of responses in between, wouldn't there? As Philip referred to as we began this service, we all have experienced a, a variety of experiences and, and, and emotions during the course of the past 12 months. And uh, amidst all the answers that are given to those questions, I believe that there is one constant that we can all count on. The one truth that we can count on is that God is good. Whether we've experienced the, the challenges and the difficulties, whether we've experienced the joys and the victories, throughout it all, God is good. The Psalms depict the various extremes and the various levels of all human emotions and experiences. Those who wrote the Psalms were real people, experiencing real life situations. And they put those words on paper, they put those words, they, as they wrote those words down, they, they were sharing what, what all humans experience. And while we can't focus on a whole lot of Psalms tonight in the, in the short, time of, of, that we have uh, here in the next few minutes. There is one psalm that I think is very appropriate for us to look at as we conclude 2013. Would you please turn in your Bibles to Psalm chapter 40. Psalm 40. This psalm is attributed to David. And again, as in many of the psalms written by David, he, uh, he expresses various emotions and in the and in these words we we see we see him expressing the the depths of of of, of despair as well as the the highs of, of of god's calming presence in his life he begins the psalm by referring to uh, to difficult circumstances but he very quickly acknowledges that god has helped him out of those difficult circumstances I think many of us, because of the good things that have occurred in our life over the past 12 months, 
can relate to what David writes in, in, in verse 5. Many, O Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done. The things you planned for us, no one can recount to you. Were I to speak and tell of them, they would be too many to declare. David knew that God had done some wonderful things in his life. God once again had delivered him out of trouble. And he knew that, 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 that he needed to acknowledge that. He knew how important it was to acknowledge the wonders that God has done. In fact, he says they are so numerous that it's hard to even count them. And I know you, as you, if you, if you were to take the time to count all of the good things that God has done in your life, that you would have a very, very long list. Many, the 10 days prior to Thanksgiving made a list each of those days of, uh, of 10 things that we're thankful for. And when we take the time to stop and, and really consider what God has done, it actually becomes fairly easy to make that list and, and to count the good things that God has done in our life. David was so in awe of what God had done that he couldn't hold it within. Let's look at verses 9 and 10. I proclaim righteousness in the great assembly. I do not seal my lips as you know, O Lord. I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. I speak of your faithfulness and salvation. I do not conceal your love and your truth from the great assembly. He knew that holding the goodness of God inside was not the thing to do. He knew that, just, that keeping the good things that God had done in his life to himself was not the thing to do. I proclaim righteousness in the great assembly, he says. I speak of your faithfulness and salvation. And that's exactly what we need to do as well. We need to be sharing with others the good things that God has done. God's goodness is worth sharing. As we transition into a new year, I pray that that becomes something that we all commit to do more frequently, to share with others that God is good. As David continues writing this song, he again is overcome with emotion regarding his own humanness. In verses 11 through 13, David realizes that he cannot live without God's mercy and love. And there may be some in this audience tonight who have come to that realization as well. Maybe 2013 has not been a good year for you. And maybe it's because of certain choices or decisions that you have made. And you've come to the realization that God's mercy and love is something you cannot live without. David writes, Do not withhold your mercy from me, O Lord. May your love and your truth always protect me. For troubles without number surround me. My sins have overtaken me and I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head and my heart fails within me. Verse 13, Be pleased, O Lord, to save me. O Lord, come quickly to help me. Amidst all the, the good things that God had done for David, he still realized that in his humanness, that he was a sinner, that he was in need of God's mercy and love. 
And he again expresses that here as he does in, uh, in many of his other psalms. In verse 13, he calls out to God for God's salvation. Be pleased, O Lord, to save me. O Lord, come quickly to help me. And if you have come to a point in your life where you are needing God's mercy and love, and you're, you may even be ready to call out for God's mercy and love, we want to give you an opportunity in just a moment to respond and, and let us know of, of your desire to, to, you know, to return to God, to give your life to God. This prayer of David's may be your prayer tonight as well. Be pleased, O Lord, to save me. O Lord, come quickly to help me. You can end 2013 on the most positive note there is by, by devoting your life to God, being baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. Perhaps you have squandered opportunities in the past to do good for Him. You've made decisions that have not been pleasing to Him and you're ready to make that change and begin a new, begin a new life in, in Christ, walking in His light as 2014 begins. If we can offer prayers on your behalf, if we can, can, uh, can hear your confession that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and assist you in being baptized tonight, we invite you to step to the front as we stand and sing.